Welcome to Exporter International, a podcast specifically focused on Slovak trade matters, featuring international experts, ambassadors, and industry leaders. Presented by Zolf Hayek Khan. The Council of Slovak Exporters is delighted to have His Excellency Makoto Nakakawa, the Japanese ambassador to Slovakia, join us on Exporter International podcast today. Dear Mr. Ambassador, many thanks for coming today. We really appreciate your time. Thank you very much, Zof. Uh, Zof. Uh, good, good afternoon. And thank you very much for having me on your program this afternoon. I was really looking for this kind of opportunity to speak with you and also speak to the uh, listeners, the audiences, with regard to the uh, how to how better you can promote uh, what we can promote together the the uh, exports of Slovakia to Japan or to Asia at large. Thank you very much. Again, thank you very much for coming. And we're going to talk about lots of interesting things today. There's lots to talk about, and hopefully uh, we won't bore you with our questions. But No, no, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, like to, I'd like to first start by saying, um, how have you found your first year and a half since March 2020 in office? It's been an especially difficult time given the pandemic. Yeah, I think uh, it's a good point. I mean, I came to Bratislava for my first time in li- in my life uh, uh, towards the end of June last year. So I've been here almost one year ago, one year. Uh, but actually, due to the uh, COVID uh, pandemic, uh, our regular or average uh, the uh, diplomatic activities were not on, uh-huh. and up to basically up to uh, May May time uh, this year. So it was a bit different uh, life for me. And actually, uh, this is my first experience working at the Japanese embassy outside Japan because I'm not a career uh, diplomat. My background uh, is on the uh, finance of the government. I was the the budget examiner of my Japanese government. So uh, I I came here as a new person or the I try I, I was going to try to to bring in the new elements of the Japanese diplomacy in this town. But unfortunately, in the past, in the first 10 months or nearly 12 months, yeah. uh, I was not able to do that. So now uh, things are now relaxed and I'm really looking forward to uh, uh, doing uh, more and better. Well, we'll touch a little bit on your financial background in a while. Uh, mm-hmm. But how have you found Bratislava? I see from a recent podcast you did with Slovak Spectator that you're a keen cyclist. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a culture change coming to a place like Slovakia, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, of course, uh, Bratislava, if you compare uh, Bratislava with Tokyo, these two cities are a totally different place. Uh, Tokyo is much larger and much populated and uh, dense and uh, uh, tightly knit, whereas uh, Bratislava is a compact city. Whereas uh, during the day, I can enjoy the heavy responsibility and the exciting, exciting work of the, of, uh, as a diplomat. As a diplomat. But uh, at the same time, on the off time, I can enjoy good eating and also drinking, as, and also over the uh, weekend, I can enjoy my biking, and also I love uh, bird watching and bird photo taking, photo, photo shooting. So uh, uh, I, you know, uh, overall, I think here in Bratislava, I can enjoy more of the, the good balance of my work life and my private life. So better work life balance is here uh, for me. So in that sense, I like uh, my new life here in Bratislava. I'm really enjoying it. 
that's really encouraging to hear and and, I, I, and we'll touch a little bit about tourism uh, mm -hmm. as as we go on during the podcast and and seeing that's potentially something that Slovakia an area that Slovakia can look to improve mm. maybe even to attract uh Japanese uh tourists in the mm. future but I'd like to start on, on first thing I'd like to start and I saw when I was reading your CV was the Olympics uh <laughs> and may I congratulate you on a very successful event so far and many thought it might not even happen and the new stadium itself you were responsible uh, for for bringing that to life and it what a great venue it is and what are the challenges thank you very much yeah and what are the challenges japan had to go through to make that that olympics happen yeah actually uh five years ago when i started uh, or maybe six years ago when i started the year uh the project manager for the uh, construction of the new uh, olympic stadium uh, nobody imagines that the uh, japan had to postpone the the start date of the the olympics uh, from the uh, july 20th to uh, 20 july this year so uh, uh, everything is totally changed, but uh, I'm really happy that in the end, uh, after the, a lot of the struggle and also the, a lot of the efforts are done, uh, we started the games. And so far in the past two weeks, uh, the games are going pretty well. And also uh, 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 I would like to congratulate the Slovak people for the, the uh, uh, very good uh, performances of the Slovak athletes with the uh, one gold medals and the uh, two uh, uh, one silver maybe two silver two silver uh, medals uh, three medals uh, in total so uh, uh, i really like to congratulate the the uh, slovakia for this good performance and and it's great good to i we enjoyed watching rory sabatini win his uh, his medal the other day and that's true and obviously very strong in the shooting and the, and, and the kayaking um mm -hmm. One of the things that I would like to talk, I, and we'll, we'll move back to Slovakia, but I'm, 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 I'm a big sports fan. So in terms of commercial revenue lost, I know there were a few controversies mm -hmm. coming up to the Olympics in terms mm -hmm. of commercialization. Mm -hmm. There's lack of tourism. Mm -hmm. Everything is COVID compliant. Do you mm -hmm. think that the games are a success based on the emotion and mm -hmm. maybe perhaps a little bit of a failure in terms of the potential revenue lost? Uh, that's a very difficult question. In terms of the business, if you see the Olympics, uh, Olympic Games as business, definitely the uh, Tokyo's case is a failure from the viewpoint of Japan, of course, because the uh, Japanese organizing committee won't get any revenue for them because no sales, uh, ticket sales for them. So basically, uh, their, their financial, uh, financial balance will be a huge negative. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, Maybe a Tokyo metropolitan city and also maybe including the uh, Japanese government needs to supply some assistance, financial assistance to support uh, this aspect. But in terms of the, the uh, excitement of the sports, I think uh, uh, I can fairly say that uh, this has been, this would be an, a big success because uh, people in the world are, are, are getting excited, including uh, people in Japan who used to be uh, who, before the, the start of the games, who 80% of the Japanese uh, population were very, what shall I say, uh, 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 negative or uh, cautious for having the, such a big international sure. uh, uh, event uh, in, in, in Japan you know, right now. So uh, uh, in the end, I think the uh, games uh, uh, athletes' power uh, well, their spirit or the, the stories uh, they they uh, they have produced through the games or the, through their efforts in the past, leading to the Olympic Games, uh, mo really moved people's uh, minds and which energized the people within the uh, such a uh, difficult times of the world. 
under the uh, pandemic. So um, absolutely, and, yeah. And I, I know I digressed, and I, I know we're an export-related entity, but I could not have this conversation with you and not mention the success no, no, of the uh, Olympics. And thank it, you very much for picking up this topic. Yeah, it's a really exciting topic right now. Thank you very much. Yeah. And now we're going to come firmly back to Slovakia uh, and mm -hmm. the members of the Council of Slovak Exporters. Since you've been here and in the limited time that you've been here, have you seen local businesses here embrace uh, Japan as an attractive export destination? Actually, uh, I paid a vis my visit to uh, 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 the uh, Chamber of Commerce of Slovakia and also some other, Sario as well. But actually, uh, because of the uh, COVID situation, I was not able to, so far, I, I, have, I was not able to pay my personal visit to the uh, uh, specific uh, Slovak businesses. But actually, the, uh, uh, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, uh, Foreign and uh, European Affairs, uh, are now organizing monthly events for the ambassadors in this town. Uh, sometimes uh, they guide us to the uh, specific business places, so actually uh, leading and innovative businesses near Bratislava area. And during the uh, pandemic time, they had the uh, monthly online sessions connecting the uh, ambassadors' offices and the, the uh, business uh, uh, companies, sure. uh, uh, executive, executives' boards or, or, or rooms. So uh, that was a good experience for us to, to learn how, uh, what kind of uh, leading businesses uh, Slovakia already has and what will, could be the uh, potential for the uh, future business relations bilaterally or multilaterally uh, the, the Slovak business world can have. So uh, 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 although it was a bit limited experience, but I do have a sense that the, the uh, Slovakia has a huge potential to expand its export to the global market. And also uh, Slovakia may have the, the huge potential for diversifying their trade uh, uh, portfolio uh, with the, the uh, uh, outside Slovakia. I, so, think, I think you bring up two really interesting points there. It was the ability to be flexible during the pandemic and, and move to an online digital world, which I think everybody had to embrace and adapt. Mm -hmm. I think one, and then secondly, is the ability for Slovakia to have the potential mm -hmm. to go into bigger markets. I think traditionally they've been afraid, perhaps maybe because there's been mm -hmm. language barriers or they've hidden under the umbrella of the EU. Mm -hmm. And now it's a time to, to blossom. And I, I just want to mention some statistics. So I found that, that we have... Uh, several active members out of a total of 201 companies here in, in Slovakia who either have successfully exported in Japan or mm -hmm. have had a presence uh, in Japan, such as mm -hmm. Innovatrix that has mm -hmm. a local Japanese partner. Touch for it has representatives there too. Way Industries has strategic partnerships with Yanmar Construction, and that goes back about 11 years. And mm -hmm. in the last few weeks, we've mm -hmm. had inquiries from Powerlogy and mm -hmm. Slovenska Mliekaren, who are interested in, to venture into J Japan. And these are specifically FMCG mm -hmm. uh, companies. Uh, mm -hmm. So there's some success stories. Mm -hmm. uh, but what I would like... Encouraging. To, yeah. It's really mm -hmm. encouraging. But yeah, what I'd, I'd like to ask you, Ambassador, is what are the potential uh, barriers here that are preventing Slovak's businesses from, from, from getting into Japan? Getting into Japan. Yeah, first of all, I, my impression is that uh, uh, two countries are far away. It's a distant countries. And so uh, uh, we don't know each other so much yet. yet. Good. So uh, this also applies to the uh, tourism side as well. Uh, Japanese tourists don't know so much about uh, Slovakia yet. 
So a lot of them comes to, for example, to Vienna, and they will stay in Vienna, and they will pay a day visit to uh, Bratislava. They walk around in the old city, and then they will go back to Vienna for 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 their dinner time. But uh, if you come to Slovakia, deep in Slovakia, you may find uh, it's easy to find uh, the uh, how attractive, how uh, attractive uh, touristic charms uh, uh, this country has. I mean, deep in the uh, high Tatras or in the eastern part of this country, uh, with the, a lot of historical and cultural uh, values. So uh, uh, there's, it is because uh, simply we do not know uh, so much about uh, this country yet. And as from the view perspective of the, the Japanese ambassador here, definitely I feel that this is my responsibility to, to make this country more known to uh, Japanese and also Japanese businesses uh, 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 so that we can have the, uh, we can understand more of the uh, uh, attractiveness we have on the uh, two sides, both sides, and uh, uh, start a discussion and start a conversation and uh, hopefully uh, leading to uh, more uh, business successes uh, in two countries. So uh, it's a, because of the uh, geographical geographic distance, geographical distance, uh, we do not uh, we really have to do more efforts to know each other. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. Length, length of stay is something that you mentioned. Do you, people come to Vienna or to Prague or to Budapest and pay just a day visit to Bratislava? Mm. So and obviously it's not within your purview to suggest the tourism strategy for Slo Slovakia, but it's something that needs uh, certainly an overhaul in my mm -hmm. opinion, mm -hmm. maybe you share that opinion. Do you mm -hmm. think that a lot more investment should go into restructuring the tourism sector? Yeah, possibly. Uh, that's uh, that's a correct uh, correct answer uh, because uh, if you if I visit the uh, suburbs of uh, Bratislava, I see a lot of the uh, uh, the uh, nice ruins of the castles or the uh, temples and. Uh, uh, but uh, the what shall I say? The uh, instruments for uh, friendly user-friendly instruments for the uh, tourists to come in those places. For example, the uh, signage of the of the, the the sites or the explanatory plate or handouts uh, in uh, multi languages. Uh, these can be done a little bit more better. Sure. Yeah. So uh, a little bit more uh, investment will be needed, and or maybe. You may need to introduce the, uh, what shall I say, the uh, private sector uh, skills or knowledge or innovation how, on how to improve the, the sophistication of the uh, uh, touristic uh, uh, instruments in those uh, places. With those a little bit more efforts, I think the attractiveness of the uh, uh, touristic uh, asset in this country will be gained a lot. And um, so uh, that will change the the the, the uh, view picture of the, the tourism in this country. I think uh, anglicization, and, and I'm not saying that specifically because I'm mm -hmm. I'm British. The 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 ability to communicate perhaps uh, lacking here in mm. terms of both international trade and tourism. Mm -hmm. um, maybe that's something that also needs to change or maybe mm -hmm. improve. Mm -hmm. But maybe uh, the same story may can apply to the to Japan as well. Uh, sometimes uh, Japan uh, is said that uh, we are not aware of the the attractiveness of the the Japanese uh, touristic assets. For, if you go to the uh, rural place or rural places in Japan, uh, uh, far away from the, the metropolitan area, you may find the uh, simple landscape very attractive, or you may find the uh, the, the food uh, the local people are just eating for their daily 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 habit 
very attractive. So, but uh, those people are not, uh, uh, have not understood that these are very attractive to the international uh, uh, visitors. So uh, possibly the uh, Slovakia can pay more, in, uh, do more investment in understanding how attractive, uh, what, what kind of, uh, how attractive uh, assets, touristic assets they have in their country. And then they can, uh, uh, you can, you can uh, uh, think about more about of how uh, you can improve the way you present those uh, attractive touristic assets to outside Slovakia. So if you take Rakuten as an example, mm -hmm. they completely rehauled their uh, their structure to make sure everybody speaks English as the, as the primary language in an attempt to globalize. Mm. Uh, and whilst Japan's an infinitely larger company uh, country than uh, Slovakia mm -hmm. uh, and wants to, to trade more freely with the EU and America and so forth, mm. th th that, that potential to globalize mm -hmm. um, your, your brands and companies and countries, as mm -hmm. it were, is, is critical. I'd like to come back to the bilateral trades. Uh, and we, I noticed a good uptick from the year 2010 to 2021 mm -hmm. in terms of Slovak export to Japan. Mm -hmm. uh, and from re from relatively nothing to 227 mm -hmm. million euros for the year ending 2020. Mm -hmm. And of course, the lion's share of that is in the automotive sector, mm -hmm. which is predominantly foreign-owned businesses located mm -hmm. in Slovakia mm -hmm. also. Mm -hmm. yeah. What trends would you like to see adopted in Slovakia to step away a little bit from the automobile industry? And what areas in Slovak industry do you mm -hmm. think have real appeal to the Japanese market? Mm -hmm. I think it's a very good question. Uh, as you rightly pointed out, actually the uh, trade, currently the, the trade situation between Slovakia and Japan are very weak. Actually, the, uh, I, have to say, I have to say that the uh, Slovak exports are dominated by, by, by the uh, Slovak exports to the EU member countries. Uh, as I, if I understand correctly, maybe 80% of the uh, Slovak exports are uh, targeted uh, or transported to the uh, EU countries. Whereas the uh, Japanese uh, Slovak exports to Japan uh, shares only 0.3% of the total uh, Slovak exports. And usually, uh, basically, the uh, Slovak exports uh, uh, to Asia or to North America or even to the UK are much smaller to compare to the uh, Slovak export to EU member sure. countries. So definitely, uh, Slovak exports uh, uh, may be able to diversify uh, in terms of geographical uh, geographic, uh, uh, targets. And uh, in terms of what could be the potential of the uh, Slovak exports to Japan in the future, I would like to say, personally, I think uh, Slovak wine, uh, especially white wine, is a really attractive products to the Japanese market. Uh, as you may know, uh, uh, the uh, consumption of the uh, wines are really increasing in Japan too, and also in China too. And uh, uh, the quality of uh, Slovak wines are really good. And uh, uh, they are different from uh, French wine. They are different from uh, Italian wine. And, but uh, they, in my view, uh, the Slovak wines hit really a good balance of uh, everyday use and the quality and the price. I think uh, Slovak wines are really competitive uh, uh, products to penetrate the uh, Japanese market or maybe Asian market at large. So uh, uh, wines uh, can be easily transported with, uh, compared to, for example, other agricultural products or sure. dairy products. And also there are a lot of regulations for, for this aspect as well. 
So uh, also, I would like to say, uh, if possible, uh, dairy products like cheese, uh, these are also uh, prominent, uh, promising uh, uh, products as well. Yeah, that's interesting because two of our members have expressed an interest into moving into the Japanese market. One in the health food sector, mm -hmm. and one in the dairy sector. So uh -huh. there are definitely potential. I'm fascinated by the. I'm glad you like the wines. I too am also a fan of the <laughs> Slovak wines, and and it's yeah. interesting that you mentioned that. It's definitely you mm -hmm. know new world wine, mm -hmm. and and the potential to export into mm -hmm. to Japan with the wine. So. Coming to the EU-Japan free trade agreement, which mm -hmm. came into force, I think, in 2018. That's right. Uh, two statistics that really interested me specifically was mm -hmm. the value of EU exports of goods to Japan, which is exceeding nearly 60 billion euros. Mm. And the number of jobs tied to EU exports to Japan was around 600,000 people in Europe. Mm -hmm. uh, so pandemic aside, what are the forecasts for the next year and, and what areas form the largest part of the EU exports to Japan? I think still uh, the uh, the industrial products, of course, uh, are the um, uh, majority of the, the uh, EU-Japan uh, trade relations. and uh, uh, But also when we agreed with the uh, Japan-EU uh, trade agreement or invest, uh, uh, economic uh, agreement, a uh, partnership agreement, uh, we had a huge expectation for the importing more of the agricultural products uh, from Japan, uh, from EU to, to Japan. And because we know that the quality of uh, EU agricultural products are really good, and whereas before, before the, the partnership agreement, the uh, customs barrier was very high and it was not yeah. so uh, easily accessible to the uh, Japanese uh, consumers. So uh, there was a, such a huge expectation from the uh, Japan side to uh, easier or uh, easier access to EU uh, agricultural products. So uh, definitely that is one. But uh, EU as well as uh, Japan are both uh, industrialized country and uh, uh, still the, the, the uh, uh, industrial uh, goods uh, uh, goods uh, uh, trade uh, would be a dominant part of the EU and Japan uh, future trade. That that is my reading, but possibly uh, uh, the important aspect of the EU and Japan uh, uh, partnership agreement is that a promotion of the investment in each other, and uh, definitely we should work more together on the uh, innovative sector and also uh, research and development uh, area as well. So leading, which those investments will lead to the joint uh, uh, common uh, interest, uh, in profit in the future uh, by uh, innovating uh, new, te uh, new uh, technologies and uh, ideas. And uh, so uh, I think this kind of forward-looking investment, uh, joint investment, will be an important part under the, the, the new partnership framework. Thanks. And, and this year, more than any years in recent times, everybody's had to reassess the way they're thinking and, and what the future represents. You mentioned innovation, uh, technology, which are two very important parts of what Slovakia has to export, mm. and, and certainly in my opinion. Mm. But if you, uh, and, and I see that you spent ex extensive time with both the IMF and the World Bank. And in terms of the EU recovery plan, and I want you to put your, your macroeconomic <laughs> hat on for me. Yeah. And with Slovakia's ambitious recovery and resilience submission, which was, a, was, mm -hmm. a, which was approved mm -hmm. and to the tune of 6.3 mm -hmm. billion euros, mm -hmm. what areas would you like to see that investment go into here? Okay. 
Uh, I think this is a very important question for the future of uh, Slovakia. Uh, personally, I would like to see more investment will be made to strengthen and reform the higher education in this country. Because the uh, uh, better education, higher education is always the, uh, uh, what should I say, the uh, nurturing bet for the uh, new ideas and new technology and uh, new research. So or, or investing more of the uh, more to the, uh, 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 the university reforms and how to change the, 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 uh, the, the higher education in this country would lead to the uh, the shift change of the, the business models in this country currently Absolutely. dominated by the uh, automotive sector automo automotive sectors uh, manufacturing to to less uh, uh, what should i say labor intensive uh, business model to the uh, more for the uh, 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 knowledge intensive uh, business model these kind of uh, shift uh, would be an, a clue for the uh, uh, brighter uh, uh, business uh, econ economic prospect uh, for, for this country. So that as a basis to make this kind of a business model change in the future, uh, uh, the more investment for education at large would be an, a very important element uh, under the uh, recovery program. So you mentioned educa education, and I see that the core pillars of the recovery plan focus on green transition, mm -hmm. something which I think Slovakia, mm -hmm. I think you'll agree, That's also, true. Yeah. also needs to, uh, to expand upon digitization, smart, sustainable, inclusive growth, e inclusive economic cohesion, research and development, something which you've already meant, uh, mentioned, uh, well-functioning internal markets for SME growth, mm. health restructuring, mm -hmm. and next-generation policies. Mm. So this is what that 6.3 billion mm -hmm. euros has been allocated for. Mm -hmm. uh, which of these pillars do you see, you, other than education, do you see the mm -hmm. areas which could really benefit? Sure. Actually, all of the uh, the elements you just mentioned, including the uh, digitalization, uh, digitization or the uh, green, te green, green technologies, all of these are very important area for the future growth of the Slovak economy. So, uh, uh, but I would like to say the uh, green technology. Uh, this is a very prominent uh, uh, area, and also uh, from the viewpoint of Japan, Japan um, just last year committed for the uh, carbon neutral uh, society by 2050, and also the current uh, government has uh, committed to the uh, uh, reduction of the, the uh, carbon emission by 46% by 2030. So from the viewpoint of Japan too, uh, how to promote the uh, green policies are the uh, really urgent uh, uh, matter for, for, for Japan. So definitely I would like to see more of the, the mutual uh, uh, cooperation uh, in this green policy area. Uh, together with uh, Slovak businesses and uh, Jap Japanese businesses or uh, between Japanese business and EU businesses at large to work together to achieve this important uh, uh, agenda for all mankind, I would say. I think you're right. And we've talked a lot about uh, in recent times about K-shaped economies and circular economies. Uh, I think shared shared knowledge is, mm. is critical. Mm. Uh, what lessons do you think Japan could give Slovakia? Focusing a little bit more on the export mm -hmm. side, um, as we are here, the Council of Slovak Exporters and our members and our listeners are particularly interested uh, in Japan as it's such a large market. But mm -hmm. in terms of shared expertise, is there mm -hmm. any specific, uh, are there any specific areas that you're working on as ambassador to help uh, Slovak businesses look to, mm -hmm. to Japan? 
Yeah, uh, I, I have to say this is also a very good question. I mean, Japan too has the export and import uh, trade promotion organization. It's called uh, JETRO, Japan uh, Export uh, uh, Trade uh, uh, Organization or something. I'm really sorry. No but unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, uh, JETRO does not have uh, its branch. It does not have its branch in Bratislava or in, in, in Slovakia. And the Slovakia market, Slovak market, is covered uh, by the by the Jetro office in in Vienna. So uh, uh, this is a bit a bit unfortunate. So maybe this is one reason why the Japanese businesses are not are not paying so much attention to 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 uh, the Slovak market. So uh, uh, after after September, maybe uh, what I can do is to liaise uh, your uh, council. Uh, with the the uh, Japanese Export and uh, Trade uh, Promotion uh, Institute uh, organization in Vienna, and uh, looking for uh, exploring uh, how uh, better uh, you and uh, our Japanese side can work together to providing the uh, more uh, knowledge based uh, activities for uh, interested Slovak businesses to boost their uh, exports to Japan. That w we would be very grateful for that introduction, and and we hope here at the Council of Slovak Exporters that we develop a long re relationship with Japan and its industry. And I'd just like to close off our uh, conversation today uh, by saying a, a massive thank you on behalf of Export Air International with our very special guest, His Excellency uh, Magoto Nagakawa, the Japanese ambassador to Slovakia. And on behalf of all of us, uh, we would like to extend our warmest gratitude for having joined us here today. Thank you very much. Yeah, I also really enjoyed and I really would like to make this uh, podcast as the first step uh, of the, the our uh, joint mutual joint work in the future in coming period. And we look forward yeah. we look forward to working with you closely in your in, during the rest of your mission. Thank you very much. I'm also looking forward to it. Thank, Thank you, you very much, Mr. Ambassador. Thank you very much. Export Air International is brought to you exclusively by the Council of Slovak Exporters.